It's 13 minutes after 5 o'clock. We're in conversation next with the Executive Director at the Kula Community Development, Petros Majola. So two teachers and a principal have been suspended following allegations of sexual abuse against schoolgirls at Bongolo High School in Dujua in the Eastern Cape. Parents allege that this has been happening for years and one of the girls is now pregnant. They also say that uh, their cries for help with uh, this issue were not heard until recently. Petros Majola now joining us on the line. Petros, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. So what exactly is it that the parents told you? Uh, good evening and greetings to the listeners. Indeed, I was at the school after our office had received a, a number of phone calls and text messages. But upon arrival at the school, since the situation was a bit tense, and as a result, some parents uh, denied the fact that uh, they were aware of what is happening in school. They did not even know where their school principal is. Um, the fact that the principal and an educator were suspended uh, sounded like news to some of the parents. Although after I have left, I have received again uh, some phone calls from people who were not present at the meeting saying that yes there are serious allegations on teachers who are impregnating their children they even mentioned that in 2022 more than 20 learners were pregnant but not all of them were impregnated by the educators but what i also discovered was that the principal was not in school because he was served with a letter of a precautionary suspension together with another educator who was in school today. And I got so shocked that a suspended teacher was in school. And then I said to myself, maybe he is defying, I don't know what is happening. But the fact is that there is a tension in the school, but we did not have time to interact with children. We only interacted with educators and parents. Yeah. The nature of the complaints that you got that prompted you to go to the school, tell us about those. What were those parents or those people who were lodging the complaints saying? As it was written, and it's closer to me, but um, it translates into saying that uh, our, 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 our kids are being impregnated uh, by educators in our school. And that as parents, they mentioned in the text message that they approached the Department of Education and that there were some representatives from the Department of Education who came to the school. And after that, it was silent. So what we did after we received such complaint, we forwarded to the office of the Honorable MEC and we could see the action, but I will not lie to say they only acted because we approached the MEC, but we also did that. And then we got a feedback that this is under investigation. Uh, quite a number of educators are implicated, but for now, two of them have been served on Friday last week. Okay. And the suspensions that they uh, that they face are on the basis of these allegations? The suspension are on the basis of the allegations. Remember that um, victims are learners in school. Mm -hmm. And definitely, if they are allowed to come into school, then they will also be interfering with the investigation. Uh, so, and also interacting with the victims. And, and it would not be possible mm 
for the department to ask kids to go and find other schools in order for the department as the employer to accommodate the employees who are implicated. Yep. So they said, let us put you on a precautionary suspension. You are not fired. You will still be getting the same benefits, but you will stay away from school. And remember that Section 17 of the Employment of Educators Act, subsection 1C of the Act, makes it clear that an educator must be dismissed if found guilty of such a, a crime. And so the department has to turn very carefully, knowing that the moment an educator comes closer to the victims, it might also jeopardize the case. Yeah. What's the school governing body saying? The school governing body was not even around. So we really do not know, but the educators present committed that there will be an SGB meeting soon. And after that meeting, the parents will be called in. Because I also asked from the parents, how often do you meet with the school as parents of learners attending in the school? And they said, we only meet in December when we're fetching the, the reports. And in January, uh, at the beginning of the academic year, and throughout the year, there are no meetings. So there's no way for parents to interact and to discuss the future of their children. Because even the fact that this year we've got a number of kids, but I do not have the figure who are pregnant, parents said they are not aware. They only saw some kids in the village, but the school never mentioned anything about a challenge of a learner pregnancy. Yeah. Um, what should the what 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 should the um, solution now be going forward? Um, clearly, you have an SGB um, that is not present, um, but then again, there are these allegations that continue to linger. What about the role of the teachers and what they know about these allegations? The teachers know everything because we there. We started talking to them. But I didn't want to go deep into the merits of the cases. And none of them reported this met, case to, um, to, to the council. About the report that was? I'm saying that the teachers, you're saying that the teachers know about these incidents. So I'm asking that none of them yes. reported this to the council. To the none of them reported. Council. And also, I also brought it to their attention that it is a criminal offense when you fail to report that a child is being sexually uh, abused. But I know that some of them may act as if they are not even aware. But we told them that it becomes a criminal offense, and then we encourage them to come forward if they have anything that has to do with a child. Thank you so much for your time. And for the SGB, if I must say that, sure. we still need to look at the issue of electing relevant people to serve in school governing bodies, not only because my child is in that school, and then at the end of the day, we have the SGB that does not even know what to do when cases of this nature uh, emerge. Uh, so are you saying that there should be change in um, the, the regulations around SGBs, that it should allow people who also don't have children at the school to stand to be elected? Definitely, because currently 
the, the, the rule says, as much as we are talking about children or parents with children in that particular school, but the SGB has a power to co-opt. So you can co-opt someone with the expertise. But we need to be serious, especially when we come to critical positions in the school governing body, so that we don't just elect you and appoint you as the chairperson, as the secretary, as the treasurer, on the basis of having a child in this school, if you do not have an idea of how to deal with these issues. Remember, the curriculum depends on the SGP, the school uniform on the SGP, the and other things. And the yes. budget. Thank you so much for your time, though. Petros Majola, the, the executive director at uh, Kula Community Development on that story of Bongkola High School in Dujua in the Eastern Cape, where parents um, allege that the children have been falling pregnant um, at the hands of um, teachers as well as the school principal. Uh, the two teachers as well as the school principal have now been suspended. Let's go to Bloemfontein quickly and speak to Maswabi. Maswabi, good afternoon.